The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network. Uh, my problem is I've got my pointer in the middle of the screen, and I need to move it to the left, but my mouse is over on the left-hand side of the pad. And if I go any further to the left, it's going to go off the pad. Anyway, if you could give me a call, I'd appreciate it. I'll wait until, you, until I hear from you. Hey, this is comedian Kathleen Madigan, and you're listening to Tech Talk Radio, something I will never be listening to because I hate technology. But for those of you that do, these are your guys. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Amanda. And I'm Justin. We are the show that talks about computers. Technology. And the internet. Welcome, everybody, to hey, another show. Good to see you. You were, you were uh, out last week? I was out last week. Yeah. I was, uh, what was I? I was camping. Yeah. I, the one and only camp. We actually, we talked a lot about you on the show because we were talking about how you were. I know. You guys miss me so much. And it was Sean's fault. Glamping. Glamping. <laughs> glamping. Yeah, glamping. Yeah. yeah. Glamping. Well, was, you know, it was Sean's fault because he drove by, showed you his RV. His RV, and yeah. you said, and then I had to go it. show him up. Yeah. I said, I want to do this. How was it, though? Was, honestly, did you like it? Uh, we loved it. Um, going into the whole thing, again, so what I did was I rented my neighbor's uh, 30-foot uh, trailer. He's got a, a 30-foot camper. It sleeps eight. So it's a really nice, long trailer. But in order to tow it, I had to also rent his truck, which happens to be in a Ford F-350 Super Duty diesel. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I've never driven a truck that big, let alone driven a truck towed, towing a trailer behind it. Ooh. So, yeah, I was a little nervous. But, um, you know, he took it with me around the neighborhood and um, just to kind of let me know, like, okay, wide turns, you know, do this, go slow. Here's your braking. You know, the, the, the trailer has an active brake system, so the trailer will – all that stuff. So I was like, all right, I feel, I feel all right. I can do it. So we get going and uh, get on the interstate on the day of and – you know, Eric's in the back seat screaming. I got, I got my my passenger, my buddy. He's talking to me about whatever it is. I'm not even paying attention because I'm like, I am driving an F three fifty, towing a thirty foot trailer down an interstate at seventy miles an hour. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> but no, it was good. We got there. I actually, I was able to back it in one try. Uh, I don't know how I was able to do that, but yeah, backed it in there, got it set up. Um. We were bummed because the state order is says no no campfires. Oh. Uh, you know the governor put because we have the you know the big fires going on. We got yeah. like four or five of them in Colorado. And anyway, uh, we were bummed. But we went to the ranger station and uh, he was there. And I buy a fishing license and stuff like that for the day. And I'm like, yeah, we're kind of bummed. We can't have campfires. And he looked at me and he kind of sighed. You know, he, he sighed and looked at the ground. I'm like, what what what, what happened? He goes. Yeah, you can have campfires. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? The governor, he goes, yeah, yeah, I know what you're going to say. The governor said you can't have it. Well, the governor's orders weren't taken correctly. There's no open burning. You can't, oh, just, you okay. can't just start a fire on the ground surrounded by some rocks and say, yeah, that's my campfire. No, it has to be an established fire pit, which campsites have fire pits. Oh, that's cool. Good. So, yeah, we bought some, we, we bought some wood. Uh, we put it up there, and the wind kicked in right as we got it lit. So I was getting a little nervous because there's mm. grassland really close yeah. and it's really, really windy. So I put out the fire uh, yeah. within an hour. It's a very good um, idea. A little bummed. But uh, the next day, great day. We went to go fishing. Uh, we, I casted Eric's line out on Eric's brand new fishing pole. He'd never fished in his entire life. Wow. And I handed him the pole and I said, look, if you, get, if you, feel, if you feel the, the, the rod tug and pull away from you, let me know. No, no sooner, no later, excuse me. Then I let go of his rod, and I turn away to get mine. Literally a second. He goes, Daddy, Daddy, it's pulling. I'm like, no, Eric, it's not. It's not pulling. He goes, Daddy, Daddy. And I turn around. I'm like, what? And I look, and his rod is tipped over. Oh, that's And awesome. he's holding on to it. I'm like, oh, my God. So I start to reel it in. Nah, fish got my worm. Oh, man. And the moment that happened, the wind picked up. And it was so windy that everybody got off the lake. We all stopped fishing. We, we drove back up. We basically spent the whole day in the camper because it was. Yeah. Uh, it was sounds so like fun though. I mean, it you was had fun. A, you had a real Andy Griffith Opie moment there with you know with your boy. I think that's pretty cool. I did. Yeah, yeah. that was that was fun. I just wish it uh, was a little bit better. As we were packing up, I lost my cool because um, I saw I turned around and I saw Eric and he was whipping back and forth his fishing rod in the air with a with the hook active on it. hook on it. <laughs> and I remember. 
I know, but I remember when I was a kid, I did that, and I hooked my dad in the face because I was whipping it around, and he, I remember his cheek getting stretched out as I'm pulling on it, and he's like, stop! And I, I thought of that moment, and I lost my cool, and I was like, put it down now! I yelled, and my wife Aww. was like, yo, whoa, chill! <laughs> but I, I, I had to explain it to her, like, this happened before, and so yeah. I, I saw that moment, and I did not want that to happen to me because I know how painful that must have been for my dad. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no. Put it down right now. So I kind of lost my cool, but we made up for it. That's uh, that's pretty cool, though. It sounds yeah. like you had a good time. I like. We that. did, and we got back safely. Everything was cool. How big was the fish? How big was the fish? The one that we, got away. The one that yeah. got away. Oh yeah. my god! It had to be at least a twenty-pound bass. <laughs> twenty-pound at least. Just based on how Eric was holding that rod, I mean, I think that thing was like that was like a trophy fish on the that's that pretty line. cool. So the other day we we had talked, and you went through uh, this a couple of weeks ago on the show. We were talking about you having a problem with a hard drive, and you, you ended up getting it fixed. We're going to talk about some of the other tech issues you've been able to overcome, and one that has really ticked you off. Yeah. Um, but uh, we were talking about Acronis, and it turns out Acronis has just put out a brand new copy, uh, a brand new version of their software, Acronis True Image 2021. Nice. Yeah. And I mean, I've been using Acronis way, way back, and... I mean, if you want to, you know, make a copy of a hard drive and update and go to a large one, you want to make a great backup that in case anything happens, uh, what recovery, I recovery. Yeah. What, I, what I've done in the past, and I know uh, it's been a while since I've reinstalled windows, but I've done a, like a, an install of a windows, right. And then I'll install the programs that I'm definitely going to use. And that would be, you know, Adobe. We use that, you know, for the show, we use it for video stuff, uh, the whole bit. I'll install the Microsoft suite. I'll install, you know, uh, any package that I would need for that and then make an image, a uh, complete backup. So that way, in case anything ever happens, you know, I could just install that again, at least have that standing by that ISO. So if I need to, to do that, I can. Um, so we decided to go ahead and reach out and talk to them. Now, Justin, you got a copy of 2021. Did you, I yeah, mean, I did. did you like it? Did you get a chance to I, use it? I did. I set it up. Um, it was... <laughs> I was surprised how easy it was. I, I set it yeah. up. We I launched it. I just said I want to back it up. It says you know it found my uh, removable um, my uh, what is it? I think it's a six terabyte yeah. Seagate drive that I have, and uh, it found that right away. And I just I think it was like click next next and schedule and it you're done. Yeah, and it started. And then um, it did offer me the uh, cloud storage. Right. It mentioned that my backup was going to be like um, around four and a half terabytes. They only offer a free one terabyte. Mm -hmm. uh, to start with, which is good if you just want to put like some some serious documents on there, but I did not want to put my entire backup on the cloud, um, so I just I didn't want to obviously pay for the upgrade to it. But they do offer it. Yeah. So if you do want to get more online storage, by all means, they have that as well. Excellent, uh, Amanda. Have you ever used it? Uh, the Acronis no, program? No, I haven't. Uh, my husband might have, but I you know I let him handle all that. Yeah. Stuff, for you know. for backups, it's it's really a great thing, and and one of the new features is. The ability to back up uh, Microsoft's Office Suite, Office 365, which is pretty cool. Um, so I figured let's go ahead and get them on the line. And standing by, we have the COO for the company, Gator Magdanurov. It's always a joy to talk to uh, Gator Magdanurov, uh, who is the Chief Cyber Officer COO with Acronis and is with us on the line. Gator, always great to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for inviting me, Andy. Every year we get a little surprise as to something new that is a part of of the Acronis True Image uh, software package, which, you know, be honest with you, we've told our listeners this, if you're going to have anything in your toolbox when it comes to software, this is what you really need to have. And you've really stepped that up with the newest version of 2021. Yeah, thank you. It's amazing, amazing to hear it from you. And uh, for the listeners who may not know us that well, I will just give a quick overview of who we are. Um, Acronis used to be a backup company for 18 years. So we were delivering backup solutions. And then recently we uh, transformed the company into a cyber protection company. So we're combining data protection, which is backup with uh, cybersecurity. And with the TrueMage 2021, we're actually doing a, a pretty exciting thing. Um, we are doing, I would say, a revolution in the uh, consumer protection like we did 
years ago when we introduced our uh, full image backup for computers and back in 2003, I don't believe there were any other solution that would allow a customer to create a full image backup of a system with everything on it uh, while it's still running without any interruptions. And then the customer could recover to a dissimilar hardware, to a new computer when they move to a new computer. That was, that was a real revolution at the time. An, an image for our listeners who maybe don't know, this is when you take your, your hard drive that's running inside your computer and it's almost like taking a, a, a snapshot of it and saying, we're going to move everything from here to this maybe larger hard drive or a drive that's a little faster. And we're, then we're going to be able to pull that old drive out, put this one in, and it's going to work just like the other one did, but better because you've either gone to a larger size or a faster drive. Um, that's what imaging allows somebody to do. When they want to upgrade, this is the the software package everybody needs to have. Yeah, and a lot of people were using us exactly for that purpose. So you have everything. You don't have to think about what to back up. If, uh, if you, you lose a file, you can recover one file. You lose the whole drive or whole computer, you can recover a whole computer. So people were doing that. But now we needed to do something more. We needed to integrate security because the traditional backup is not uh, protecting people that well anymore. As everybody is now working from home, everybody is now in the crosshair of the attackers because you used to work from a corporate network and some IT guy was taking care of it, but now you are in your home network that may not be secure at all. And you have multiple devices in the same network that can be attacked as well. Like all those IoT devices like cameras or even smart TVs, you can attack that device and then get to your computer from it. So security became a huge issue. And what we've done with uh, version 2021, and that's why I call it revolution again, is because we combine security and uh, data protection. We used to have this protection against ransomware, but now we have built-in antivirus anti-malware. We have real-time scanner, real-time protection against all types of malware. We have an on-demand scan of um, um, antivirus scan. We can scan your backups and discover something that is almost impossible to discover on a running machine. We even have things like web filtering where we can prevent you from getting to a malicious website. Somebody sends you an email pretending to be USPS and you click on it because you want to track your package, but then you see that actually it looks like USPS and then they're asking you for some information like login and password, a social security number. And in reality, it's just a fake website. It right. may look like it and, and the URL may look like similar. So we did that protection as well. And also we added the protection for web conferencing applications. So if you're running Zoom or WebEx or Microsoft Teams, we protect them as well because our software runs at a very deep system level. So we can protect those applications against injections, again, against uh, viruses or ransomware stealing the data from those, those applications or uh, breaking those applications. And now it became extremely important. So we packaged it together into one project and made it, and we're proud of it. We made it really easy to use. You just install it few clicks, you have full image of your system backed up to the cloud and you have all the protection enabled on your computer. Now you talk about this uh, backing it up to the cloud. When they purchase, when our listeners purchase uh, Acronis True Image 2021, do they get a, an Acronis cloud account with that? Is that is that something extra? And how much space can they, they actually use? So we have an option where you can buy without any cloud storage. You have just mm -hmm. the local backup capabilities. And locally, it means that you can back up to anything that attached to your computer, external drive or network storage device, um, another computer in the network. Um, but if you want to back up to the cloud, and we definitely recommend you to do that, you can. And you can add 500 gigabytes, one terabyte, and up to five terabytes. It will come at some certain cost, but uh, the data is very important. So mm -hmm. probably it makes sense to you. Could they actually schedule so that uh, they say they use your com their computer once in a while, maybe, you know, every day they've got something, maybe every couple of days or every, at the end of the day, can they uh, schedule an incremental backup to the cloud? Yeah, absolutely. So the way it works is that you it's, it's very flexible. So by default, if you do nothing, it will be once a day or once a week. Uh, schedule that works for most of the most of the people. But if you really want to be flexible, you can set up a certain hour every day, twice a day, 
five times a day or whatever. You can even do like continuous backup if you just want to have everything backed up to the cloud. And the way it works, it will be incremental. So the first time you will get the complete snapshot of your system, and then we will just upload all the changes from your system. One of the things I've really liked uh, uh, for the Kronos program over the past years to uh, Gator is the ability that if I'm moving from a computer to another computer, uh, that, you know, I've got programs that are running, they may have an issue, there may be a hardware change, uh, Windows may not like what, what I'm doing. Um, does it still offer, does Acronis True Image 2021 still offer kind of an ease of use in, in moving, making that transition to a new computer? Yeah, absolutely. It would be terrible if we would not, because I use it all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't remember when it was last time I reinstalled Windows, but um, <laughs> every here. time I migrate my system, I just create the complete image backup. And then I just plug it in, plug the USB drive into another machine and recover everything there. And we have this uh, capability where when you recover to a completely new type of hardware and something may not be compatible with your system, you can just download the drivers, put them on the same hard drive uh, or USB drive that you use to recover. And we'll plug in those drivers when we recover the system. So the system will be running on your machine. An IT professional can use this and appreciate it. But honestly, for our listeners, the the end user, the consumer, with very little tech background, they can get up and using this in no time and be very very comfortable knowing their data is safe. It's great peace of mind. And you know, honestly, I can only tell people so many times, and we've told them on the show, backup. I mean, I know the cyber protections. We love that as a part of True Image twenty twenty one because it's it, like I said, you could back up something with viruses. Then obviously that does you no good. So by having this added protection, this cyber protection in there, it's a great idea. It certainly is because, again, it's an overall round, you know, wellness check on your PC. Um, like, And I think we were talking about this earlier. It's like a castle. You've created, what, these layers, right? Layers of protection. And the, the interesting thing here is that uh, we see more and more people actually using some form of backup, some form of security, and we really really like it because it's extremely important that we will kind of defend our systems against the cyber criminals. But when you use the backup and the antivirus that are not connected, not integrated, there are some issues uh, that, that, can, that can happen here. So antivirus may not be able to catch some of the new type of ransomware viruses. And we see that happening all the time because cyber criminals are very creative. And then you don't have data, you cannot really recover. And also what the new viruses do, they would attack your backup. And if the backup is not protected, then they can take down the backup application, corrupt the files in the backup and corrupt the files that are being sent to the cloud. And this is what actually happening with that uh, type of uh, malware that we see now appearing all the time. So you do need to have not only the backup and antivirus on the same system, but you need to have the protection for the backup application, the backup files. And with our integration, we also do what we call self-protection. So um, the malware is not able to disable your backup or corrupt your backup. Because it's just recently, we, we, we've seen many stories where some major company would be hit by ransomware. Mm. It's impossible to imagine that they were not running any kind of backup or any kind of antivirus on their systems. They, they were running it, but the problem was that they were hit by ransomware that disabled and corrupt backups, so they lost the data, and the antivirus wasn't able, unable to catch it. So it took days and many, many days to, to recover. Now these things are happening to everybody who's just working from home. Everybody's a target. This gives the opportunity for uh, the, the bad agents, bad actors, to go ahead and get into your system and then access the corporate gateway. Uh, because obviously they're all in a flux trying to figure out, okay, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to open this up. So there's been a lot of holes and they can get in through the home networks. Exactly. Like you have uh, your kids playing on a computer at home and they have an old unpatched system and they don't care about security at all. They open whatever links out there and the Wi-Fi network may not be protected. So the attacker would install something on that machine. And then that machine would attack your machine over your Wi-Fi network or home network, whatever you have. And then what will happen is that your machine will get infected and then you connect to your corporate network using a VPN. And that's how they got to the corporate network and they steal, steal the data. And the thing is, and that's important to understand for everybody that in the past, those hackers and attackers were very smart guys. <laughs> 
now the smart guys are designing the software that's used to attack people, but anybody can take those hacking tools from the dark web and start using them. You don't have to be a computer scientist to do yeah. it. You don't have to even think about how to uh, write a program. You can just pull that software and start spreading it through email or copy it to network shares. So anybody can be a hacker. Yeah. And now think, COVID-19, people sitting at home, not much things happening outside of your house, right? So what are all those criminals are doing now? They're all at home. Mm -hmm. So they have something doing cybercrime. Exactly. Now, uh, a lot of people always wonder, well, what about my my devices, my smartphones, uh, my tablets? Um, it, does Kronos offer protection for those devices as well? Yeah, absolutely. So if you have an iPhone or Android and you use our cloud storage, you can back up all the data, meaning like your pictures, your videos, your contacts. Uh, you can back it, back it up to the cloud. It's very convenient because you have all your data in one place. So if you have multiple devices, multiple computers, uh, you have all the backups in one place and you can just uh, go online and uh, download whatever information you need. And what different versions of this are available? We have a few editions of uh, Cronus TrueMesh 2021. Uh, we have three types of subscriptions. We call them Essential, Advanced, and Premium. Essentials is a subscription without cloud storage for those people who, for whatever reason, cannot use cloud. They may not have a good internet connection or they may live in an area where internet is just mm -hmm. too expensive, so they're not using that. Then we have advanced uh, subscription that includes 500 gigabytes of cloud storage. It's uh, enough for most of the uh, people who use well, just a few computers and a few mobile devices. And then we have a premium subscription that goes with one terabyte or more. You can buy up to five terabytes of storage. And that also includes a few additional capabilities like um, digital notary. We call it a chronic notary, which is basically a way to certify the files that you have and put those little digital certificates in the blockchain. And then you can verify that you have the original file. That's right. a very interesting technology because in the digital world, creating a copy is easy. Control C, Control V, and you have a copy, and then you can modify a copy. And it's very difficult to prove that you have the original. And mm -hmm. when it comes to legal documents or to some intellectual property, the, any modification can be a disaster. So this technology allows even the home user to certify that the files that they had were the original files at a certain point of time. And then in the future, anytime in the future, you can verify and certify that you still have the original copy of the file. So again, if our listeners want to get more information, all they need to do is jump on the World Wide Web, check out Acronis, A-C-R-O-N-I-S. They can order this. They don't have to get up and go to the office store. They can actually order this and download it uh, from the Acronis website and make that purchase right there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't see a lot of people going to stores to buy software now. <laughs> I don't really see a lot of people going to stores anymore. So everything's online, right? I still shop. I still go. But yeah, I get it online. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm envious. I'm, I'm working from home all, all the time. For me, going to a store is like a trip now. Yes, yes. It's kind of scary sometimes. Well, listen, always great talking to you. I look forward to even, I mean, what you've in, uh, made a, a possible with True Image 2021. It's really great, especially when it comes to the security features. I think uh, our listeners uh, should definitely have this on their devices, whether it be a, a laptop or a PC our Mac even, you offer Mac protection as well. Gator Magdanorov, thank you so much for coming on the show again. And uh, we look forward to looking for 2022. Gosh, it seems so far away. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> you know, I'm definitely looking for 2022. I actually for the year 2021 because this 2020 was not so good. And hopefully there is no COVID 20 or whatever. Exactly. I hear you. We could just bypass 2020 anyways. That's perfect. Anyway, thanks for coming on the show. We'll be back with more of Tech Talk Radio. And now, back to Tech Talk Radio. Hey, it's Cindy Margolis, the most downloaded woman, and you're listening to Tech Talk Radio. And visit me on my website, cindymargolis.com. Thanks, you guys. Love you. Welcome back to Tech Talk Radio. I'm Justin Lemmy. I'm Amanda. And I'm Andy Taylor. Thank you for being here. So, cool interview, cool segment. I want to thank Gator Bank Denurov and the folks from Acronis coming on and uh, talking to us. And we'll have to see if we can secure some... Uh, some giveaway copies because it's really a great software package. Yeah, absolutely. That would be cool. So um, speaking of uh, hardware and software, you kind of decided to bite the bullet and do some upgrading, didn't you? Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, a couple of days ago, uh, I had a problem with my computer when I wanted to go turn it on. It was saying CPU fan failure. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's not good. You know, like I've got right. I've got a water pump. But I, it wasn't the the water pump itself is plugged into a different. Uh, it's, it's actually a dedicated pump channel on the motherboard. But the fan itself that blows through the radiator, I think that's what was failing. And I couldn't get it to boot up, but I decided to go ahead and start pulling pins and just trying to figure things out. And, you know, reseating the pin for it, it, it obviously seemed to work, but I'm hearing, I don't know, I'm not really hearing anything weird, but I'm seeing, like, my, my CPU fans are just going up and down a lot, so I think it might be failing. So I decided, mm. all right, well, you know, it's time to get a new, uh, I wanted to get a new water cooler. Because this, this is a new CPU you got, right? Yeah, brand new motherboard, brand new CPU, yep. All right, so uh, but I'm overclocking it too, so it's obviously running. How much you overclocking it to? I'm at five gigahertz. Oh my lord! Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that's why you need the water cooling. On yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 But I wanted. I was like, you know what? Let me get one that's a little bit bigger. I'm using a 140 millimeter fan uh, water cooling system. I decided to go with a 240 millimeter uh, water system. So I, I was looking at my case, and I I realized I I bought this case back in 2010. Yeah, uh, and so it's kind of old, and it didn't even have a window on. It. I had to put my window in myself. I literally just used my Dremel and like carved out a section of the side panel, and then put plexiglass on it. It's such a yeah. it's such a odd job, but it it works. Right. Um. Anyway, but I I just like you know what um this new fan water cooling system I'm going to get doesn't fit, so I had to get a new uh, case. But I got a fractal a fractal design. Nice. Um. It looks pretty nice. It's not the typical rectangle shape. It's actually kind of fractal. That's why they get their mm-hmm. you know, name. So it kind of looks. Do you get a it from different. a PC part picker or? or... Um, I actually just went to. Uh, I think what did I do? One of the. the I actually didn't dealers? use. Well, no, I just went. Yeah, I went to uh, um, a, a website uh, that deals with uh, breakfast products. Right. Um, <laughs> like, like, old, like old blanks old. Benedict. And oh. bacon and blanks. Oh the, yes, yeah, yes, and yeah. It's about it's about yeah. a new. Took me a second. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Not, not so we're all. on the same page here. Which website I went to? Um, yeah. So now I went to that website. <laughs> anyway. I just got it there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, bless you, Andy. Yeah. Thank you. Allergies. Um, anyway, so I went to there and I bought the case, and then I thought, you know what? At the same time, like my memory is the only thing that's really hasn't been upgraded yet. I didn't have the money to time. <laughs> So I went like ahead and got some new You're memory. talking about memory in your computer, right? Your computer, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I thought we were on the same page there, folks. Uh, we were talking about a computer upgrade. Okay. Um, yes. So I bought some new memory uh, for the computer as well. And yeah, so I got my shipping notification. My water cooling and my memory should be here, uh, I don't know, sometime next week. But the case says that it was voided. Like what? when I go to look at the order, it says voided. RMA something or whatever. I'm like, wait, hold up, what? So I contact chat. I'm like, yo, what's going on with this? Yeah. Like, why is it saying voided? I haven't seen, I haven't received anything from you. And they're like, oh no, no worries, sir. Just be care, you know, just be cautious that um the the carrier has not picked up your package yet, so the tracking information hasn't updated. I'm like, I'm not talking about tracking information. I'm talking about order. The order it says voided. Yeah. What is going on? And I did not receive a refund from you if you did void said product. And then, oh, no, 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 sir, it's fine. The thing will ship. So now I'm sitting here wondering what's going to happen. Oh, man. This this particular website, I don't know if I'm going to order from them again because they're It's the same one that, uh, yes, uh, that John that had the Broadway. problem with. Yeah. yeah, Broadway had the problem with the same company. Um, yeah, I think their customer service has just gone downhill. It's kind of a shame. Big company. Big yeah. Company. Oh, wow. So, oh. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Are you, um, you going to be getting this new graphics card everybody's uh, talking about and loving and well, yeah, probably. Amanda. Amanda's shaking her head because we can see Amanda on the camera. She can see us, and she's just shaking her head because she's feeling what everybody has been feeling that just bought a card, a graphics card, in the last six months. Yeah, or a computer. Yeah, yeah. I'm so bummed. Like I should have waited, but uh, it's I the just, same thing with I our smartphones, my new computer, though. Computer, you know. Yeah, but well, the, that's the same thing that we go through with the smartphones. You know, you hear a little rumbling here and there, but then again, you just think, okay, I want to get the new device. You just drop a lot of money on it, and then they turn around and go, oh, we got something new and better. You know, I'm uh, speaking of smartphones, I'm, I'm really interested in this new Pixel, the, the Pixel 5 coming out in uh, November. You know, they're, they're going to keep the price low. They said that the Pixel 5 is going to be released for like $699, which is half really? the oh. price of the new iPhone. 
And so, and so that's half the price of the new Samsung Note. Exactly. So oh. they're really they're really trying. Now they're not using the latest Snapdragon processor, but right. they're saying that what they're doing is a is good trade off between the price point and that processor. You're still going to get better camera, better performance. Well, not the best performance. There are multitude of phones that are better than it, but yeah. for that price point, you you can't beat it, and you're still going to get the best. Uh, camera phone on the market. Well, you know, they keep talking about the image sensors for the what what's going to be the new iPhone, yeah. which looks like a... Have you looked at it? It looks like the top of a stove for the uh, iPhone Pro Max. That's, what, that's yeah. what this looks like, too. Look, it's just like... Yeah, now which model is that? Which one is that? <laughs> this, is, this is the Samsung Note 20 I just got, like, a couple weeks ago. Did you get the uh, pen with it, too? Yeah, yeah. The notes it has come a with little the pen, pen yeah. with it, and it's like a little tablet... So I saw that the other day and I was looking and I thought, you know what? I might want to give that a try. It's I don't awesome because if you walk away from your pen, it notifies you. Hey, you left your pen over there. Really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, well, it's got, it's it's like, got low, it's got low it energy on Bluetooth on it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can even like swipe in the air. It's kind of like a magic wand thing. It's like you could, you know, do stuff in the air and the color with it and do all kinds of fun stuff. So, now, how yeah, much does that one retail for? Uh, I, I want to it was like 14 maybe 13 oh my depending on your carrier but then you also had like trade-in capabilities and like buy one get Still, one thing it was different carriers you so. could buy an old Datsun for that yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of money yeah. but that's where we are with cell phones and that's why I'm yeah. really interested yeah. about this this uh, Pixel 5 you know I'm thinking I'm just going to go ahead and buy a pair of them you know and upgrade mine upgrade my wife's and and you know, give one to give them. one to your son. Give one to, to Eric. I might give the old one to him. So this new graphics card, you know, they they put this card <laughs> out, and then they got this other one that's that's now available, and they're talking about it. And this is I supposedly somebody. So you just bought a twenty eighty, and I know you dropped a lot of money on that, Justin. Yeah, eleven hundred dollars. All right. So they announced this new one, the thirty ninety, and yep. they're saying it's the like somebody somebody reviewed it, and they got it their hands on a thirty ninety, and they got a chance to to test it out and review it. And they said it makes the 2080 graphics look like an Atari, like an Atari. Yeah, they said it really. I, just... can, I, I that right there just makes my stomach churn. I mean, like I, I get pains hearing that comment because, again, I just dropped eleven hundred dollars on this thing. Yeah, and to know that I need to upgrade again because you know me, I have to have the latest of everything. Yeah, why not? Right, if I can afford it, my wife says yes, which is probably not going to happen. So. <laughs> Andy, yeah. Can you buy me a thirty ninety? <laughs> I want to get myself one. It'd be worth right? more. It'd be worth more than my computer itself. Yeah, basically. PC Gamer ran a story the other day. I thought was pretty good because you know the problem is you've got the thirty ninety. It's got to handle all the graphics that are out there now. I mean, you've got Flight Sim. You got new Call of Duties. You got well, even Red Dead Redemption Two. I mean, there is not a graphics card on the planet yet. I haven't seen if it can do thirty ninety. That can run Red Dead Redemption at ultra settings at, you know, even not even 1080p. Don't even mention 1440 or 4K. Not going to happen. PC Gamer ran an an article, and they have a link from their Twitter page at PC Gamer. Crisis Remastered's highest graphics setting is called, Can It Run Crisis? (laughs) Seriously? Wait, are you are you serious? That's what it says. Yeah, Crisis is the Their highest, highest level. Says can it run Crisis? Out of all the games that came out of the market, that was the first one to say this might just you know make your computer get to its knees yeah. and and not be able to do anything. And I never understood that because I played the original Crisis. Yeah, and granted, I did. I didn't have a top of the line system at the time, but I was like, what is the big deal about this? Maybe it was because I didn't get to see the beauty of it because I didn't have that high end system. But it's been ever since used as, like you just said, as can a graphics it run Christ. Yeah, it is a benchmark system. Yeah, it's crazy. It's they even have a official crisis score. <laughs> like, Are you yeah, yeah, like a crisis wow. score, one crisis out of a hundred or yeah. something. Yeah, crisis benchmark. Score. I don't know if that's a future mark thing, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty crazy. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We come back. Uh, we've got more of Tech Talk Radio. I ran into a little bit of problem trying to get Microsoft Teams going. Uh-oh. And I figured, you know what, Amanda, you kind of seem to know a little bit about mm-hmm. that. So maybe, maybe maybe you can help me out a little. Uh, sure, we'll, maybe. We'll be back with more of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Amanda. And I'm Justin. Find us on the internet at techtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back to Tech Talk Radio. I'm Amanda. I'm Andy Taylor. And I'm Justin Lemmy. So uh, I have a little bit of an issue. Um, so I went ahead and finally, I finally got Office 360. 365. 65. Oh, uh, okay. I, I was cut. The discount version. Yeah, I got five five days off. <laughs> <laughs> so I got 365, right? And I want to. You got it from a guy named Mike Rowe <laughs> Soft, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, behind, behind the bin, dustbins at the yeah. uh, gas station. He's like, hey, man, you want office? <laughs> I got you office over here, man. The discount, you get five days off. He had, a, he had a real budget version of Microsoft 130. That was yeah. really good. <laughs> so I went ahead I went ahead and got it. Um, and, you know, the goal was to install it on a glorious computer, and then I'd have it on mine, and it was kind of cool. I still haven't gotten rid of Outlook. Did you get, like, what kind of version? Which, which uh, like, I think there's different like, iterations. I got the one. It's, it's so you get right? six, There's, like, home, business, yeah. and all that. Okay. This is six users, but it gives you, I mean, it gives you Outlook. It gives did, you Word. Did you it gives get you the business Excel. version, then? Is that what it is? No, did, no. It's, it's a home Just version. Home? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, but I have installed on the computer. I have Outlook 2007, which I still Ouch. use. I mean, but it works great. I mean, I have. Yeah, even Amanda's like, <clears throat> I'm not a techie, but even I know that's not a good idea. I mean, really? Is it not? I mean, is it time to just go oh ahead and my go gosh, 365? Dude. There are so many good features in the new. Oh, my gosh. 365 yeah. is like the best thing since sliced bread. See, I, tr- I, tried, I tried using the Translate program in, in Word, which is one of the reasons that made me say, ooh, this is cool. And by the I, way, real quick, Microsoft, if you're listening to that, you can go ahead and use that comment right there. It's the best thing since sliced, blur- yes, sliced yes. bread? You, yeah. you can put that on the back of the box. Like, <laughs> Tech Talk Radio, 365 is the best thing since sliced bread. That's, that's this week's show's name. Are we putting it in quotation marks? There, there yes. you go. I yes. like it. So um, uh, so my problem, though, is I wanted to install Microsoft Teams and get that going, and the problem, it wouldn't let me because I my work that I work for, I have my own address, my own email address with that, and then I, I'm signed into, they use oh, they yeah. use it as a suite. You can only have one version. Yeah, and I'm having a hard time like just trying to get it to, to get Teams to run, and every time <laughs> I do, their email address pops up. So are you using the Edge browser? No, I'm using Chrome. Okay, so that's part of your problem. Probably. Oh, okay. so I would start All going right. to the new Edge. The new Edge, by the way, is toggle. actually really good. Is it? Oh my what, God. You're, okay. it's, you're telling a guy who hates change that Listen, I should start changing I everything. Swear, I swear on every Preach. baby Yoda out there in the universe Preach. that it is better than Chrome. In so many ways, and Preach. I was completely Chrome. I, t- I tell you, I me too. My new computer, I didn't even bother installing. Hallelujah! Really? Because. It I'm is a Chromium-based browser. Awesome. Yes. So it is using the same technology behind yes. Chrome. However, I have like one of those little resource monitors on my on my rain meter that shows me how much RAM is being used by any particular. Yes. So I opened up Chrome with my extensions that I normally have installed. Mm-hmm. I opened up Edge, which, yes. by the way, when you open up Edge, you can import not only your bookmarks and your cookies from Chrome, you can import your extensions as well because, it, again, it is mm. Chromium-based. Yes. So I imported everything over. So it was a one-for-one replica of browsers. Wow. Chrome, and it will open your 365 account at the but, same time. Hold on, real Ooh. quick. Hold on, yeah. real quick. Chrome was using two gigabytes of RAM just sitting there with three tabs open. Like, oh my I think gosh. I had Google, Facebook, and, and YouTube. Chrome, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Edge with Chromium Edge was using 1.8. See, I know so, there's a lot of people listening that are like me that have been stuck in, you know, sticking with Chrome because I've used Chrome forever. It's got, yeah. you know, it's got all my extensions. But it's Edge got, is Chrome. Yeah. Huh. Just but it's got the password name. manager, Everything. like all of that. It has all that. It has all that stuff. It, it has even all you use Windows. It has collections. Like, you don't even have to bookmark no. things anymore. You can put things in collections yeah. on the site. Like, I'll have yeah. to do a whole blog about it. Yeah, it's seriously. It's, it's really, so awesome. really so, good. All right. So, it, so now anyways, you're saying I should bite. You're easy. saying I should bite the bullet. I should start using Edge and I should start using the full Office Suite and stop using, you know, Outlook 2007. Yes. Microsoft please. Word please. 2007. Yes, yes please. Yes. Stop. Really? Okay. Stop. For the all right. love of all. Yes. <laughs> 
totally toggle between like your different accounts. I have I have three accounts myself, so I t- constantly yeah. am toggling through things. If sometimes it does get a little bit confused because it's still somewhat new, right? Mm-hmm. So something you could try if you're going to use the web-based, um, the uh, the browser-based uh, Teams is you could go in incognito mode, and that sometimes solves some of those issues. Yep. Um, and and I would honestly just say install the app for Teams because there's a lot more features that are always coming out. For the, the app on my smartphone? Teams, but my, on your actual computer. What do you think about putting Office 365 on my smartphone? Is that that's something I can do, right? I think yeah. you can. I mean, that's, yeah. you got six licenses. I'm, I'm sure that also applies to mobile, but I personally don't see... I, yeah. I don't see a reason to put the entire Office 365 on your mobile. I have Outlook on my mobile. I don't have... 365 installed but i'm using my account which is they a 365 home app, yeah they do the they, they have an office they have an office, office app Lens, and i use translator and yeah everything. so they, they've got free versions of office from microsoft that are more designed for mobile i just don't think that you need to put word excel all that stuff on a mobile all i right. think it's just a little overkill okay cool i'm gonna so i'm gonna do that you said okay. that's yeah. that's the way i'm gonna go right. to ed starting tomorrow I will right. start Take using. Take a screenshot. And so, make sure you tweet <clears throat> it in the morning, so we know that you're being. Yeah, All right, I was yeah. going to say, listeners, uh, stay tuned for year 2022 when Andy finally comes through <laughs> right. on the promise. Right, that's going to be the episode. What episode? I'm going to do it tomorrow. Like every time Andy says I'm going to do it tomorrow, it's like it's never tomorrow. I watch hey, Spaceballs on Edge. Spaceballs. Well, yeah, I watch Spaceballs on Microsoft Edge. There you go, there you go. <laughs> on my device. <laughs> and Justin, you, I've got to ask you about Flight Sim. We haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Have you been anything new from that that you've been finding? Yeah. I mean, when it first came out, we would jump on it and play a little bit. Um, I was immediately frustrated because I, I guess I didn't really understand the autopilot system and things were going crazy. I, I actually, you know what? I gave up on my uh, CH products yoke system. Oh, wow. Um, I did upgrade the springs on it. I was able to find a tutorial on YouTube about how to take it apart and upgrade the springs inside so it's a little bit more sensitive. But even then, it just was kind of cumbersome. I actually like flying with my joystick, my, my Thrustmaster, uh, or SciTech, excuse me, SciTech uh, Rhino X55. Mm-hmm. I, I find that a little bit better for me to fly with and having more fun with it. But um, I'm, I'm really annoyed by the autopilot system. And then I realized that I'm just being a giant dummy because these planes are like that. I mean, they're that realistic. I could easily just go... Because my complaint was there was no documentation. There was no way for me to figure out how to use this plane. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying that. Yeah. 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 Go and read the aircraft manual. Like, literally. Really? The, air, the actual aircraft manual will tell you how to use it. Oh, Everything about it. That's like, and that's funny. free online. <laughs> that's, that's pretty That's funny. the thing. Is like somebody brought that to my attention, and it was like, oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. So, yeah, I read the, I read the manual, and now I'm having a great time. Actually, my buddy that lives in Bogota, Colombia, we play games all the time. We decided to do a flight where I would leave from Denver, he would leave from Bogota, and we would fly in legs and finally eventually meet up somewhere about halfway between Bogota and Denver. Right. Last night, we made that happen. Oh, cool. We, we, we took a flight. I think I was in Tampa Bay, Florida. He was in Havana, Cuba, and we came up together and landed at the exact same moment right behind each other at Key West, Florida. Now, that's pretty awesome. I like yeah. that. I and, like and that. And it was real time. It was, you know, we, 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 we scheduled these flights so that we would be flying at the same time every night, even though we couldn't see each other. We knew that somewhere in that giant yonder distance, there was my buddy <laughs> flying, right? And then finally we get closer and closer. And then all of a sudden I look out in the horizon, I see his username above the horizon. And it was like seeing a long lost friend, that even, is though cool. I'm, even though I'm sitting there talking to him in Discord the entire time. But right. it was cool to see that. And now, have they issued an update yet? Have they done a no. patch? Not As yet. Of, no. There, I think the patch is September 20th. Right, because they've, they've been talking about, okay, we found these little bugs here and there. There's going to be a huge uh, amount of changes that are going to take place. I got to read read the patch notes. A lot of it is going to be fixed with um, the, first off, the VATSIM integration where you can do you know the real-time virtual air traffic. Mm-hmm. That's one thing they're going to fix or, or fixing. Uh, but a lot of it's autopilot. Autopilot wasn't acting like it should, and I uh, knew it. Yeah. I knew it, even though I was like, wait, I know how to use this now. This thing is not acting right. It was confirmed a bug. So there's a lot of changes coming up. Now, uh, Amanda, you had a problem with your headphones uh, oh last week. Gosh. And it was, it was driving. Yeah, she was having a problem. The one she's wearing right now are wireless Steel okay. Series, the Artist 7. Okay. And yeah. 
it was funny because I would never have ever thought of this. There is a way to fix it. So if any of our listeners have had this happen, what did you have to do? So, so yeah, last week I was having trouble. We were trying to get on and then at, like right in the middle of a sentence, it would cut off. And then it oh, did no. it like three times when we were trying to start the show. And I was so frustrated. So I just said, forget it. Let me put them away. So basically uh, the left headphone, the one that has the microphone, you take off the earpiece and there's a little pinhole towards the top. Now there are pinholes on the side, so don't click those because those are like your, you know, your wiring and all that. But there's a tiny pinhole towards the top of that uh, that side of the headset, and and basically I just looked it up online. You hold down, hold it down, uh, for like maybe 10 seconds or so, mm-hmm. and then when you released it, then you just plugged everything back in, turned the headphones on, and they worked. And I haven't had any problem. It just at needed all. a reset then. Yeah, it was Pretty just a nice. hard reset. And, and I just used the little pin from my cell phone. Like, you know how they come with the little pin yeah. right. to pop out the card or whatever? I just used that thing, popped it in, did it, boom. I've It's been fine ever since. All right, for so, any listeners that have run into issues with their Bluetooth, you know, wireless headphones, they're, look look to see if there's some kind of a reset. Yeah. Now, Amanda, I wanted to ask you a question. You are big into Minecraft. As we can mm-hmm. see behind you, you, you've been, you, know, you, <laughs> you do the streaming on it. But um, you're also big into, like, the Minecraft education. Now, yeah. this is something kind of new, isn't it? It's not been around for a long time. I, what I've are the differences? For a few years. What are the differences between like the game of Minecraft and then Minecraft education? Like, I, I don't understand it. So, Education Edition is a little different because it has they have lesson packs already pre-made that you can download. You can kind of play like by yourself almost. Um, there's there's different. Uh, features of the coding capabilities and you also have um, the ability to like you can build your own world it's like you could in code the coding uh, edition of minecraft of java or bedrock but it's very safe and that's what i like about it is because it only you can only connect to it through your tenant so if like let's say all three of us wanted to play let's say eric wanted to play one of the kids in our school wanted to play or the three of us here wanted to play we would have to have the same tenant uh, email uh, to play okay. with, with one another. So, like for example, today we played tenant on tenant email. Twitch. What do you mean tenant email? Like- uh, basically, like if you are, let's say you're, you know, uh, Denver Unified School District or something like okay. dusd dot uh, dot edu I see. or whatever. It's gotta, does it have? Does it have to be an whatever, edu? You know, yeah, it has to okay. have an edu account. So okay. that's another thing. Like okay. you have to have a viable edu account, or you have to be a Microsoft Global Partner. Um, and you have to it, you have to have like the certain specs and IP settings. Like there's okay. certain things that need to be allowable. So, so not anybody can connect Houston. to this. No. So if I gave you my code right now, like for example, this afternoon, a group of us from Scotland and Wales and, and Ireland and UK, we all got together. And my friend, one of my girlfriends in Florida and I, we were on with them on Twitch, and we were all playing the same edition, but we had to have an account that was all linked together. So we had to borrow borrow basically an account from them and the person that was hosting the world so Ah. a teacher is the only one that can start the world usually um kids cannot start worlds because that's just another safety thing and Mm -hmm. if you guys try to get in even though we broadcast the code globally on twitch you can't get in no matter what oh wow i like that though yeah i like that that's that's really cool biggest part for me because i'm you know we're all worried about our kids and safety but as a teacher, and then you're starting the room, you also are kind of like that super admin. You're like the god of the server, so you can do things. You can move things around. You can blow yeah. things up if you want. Well, you know. yeah, and you can turn on and off the, the, the modes, too. So, like, I have the right to turn on and off the modes, but I also have the right to give students the ability to turn off and off on the modes. So, like, I can turn off mobs, anything that's harmful, right? Um, I can, if we're just doing coding something, I can put barrier blocks up so they can only go in a certain space if I want what, them to. What kind I can of limit the world, plan? how far they can see, that kind of thing. What kind of lesson would you teach? Like, just like, give me one example of like a oh. lesson that you would be teaching in this. Real okay, quick we so the, one of my favorite lessons is called the Mindful Night. And it's already pre-made. It's in the, Microsoft, uh, the Minecraft Education um, Edition website, actually. And it basically teaches you like how to how to self-regulate your emotions. Like it teaches you how to breathe. It teaches you how to walk through the world and look at things that are around you. It you become a knight, basically mm-hmm. like a knight in shining armor. You get knighted by the queen at the end, and you go on a mission and you go on wow. a quest. And it teaches you how to play Minecraft while you're doing it. Now a lot of our kids already know how to do that. Um, but there's also math packs in there. There's history packs. There's some beautiful things that immersive minds have put out that are just like, you walk into the, 
uh, Italy, you're going into Italy, you go into the Renaissance, you walk into a museum and there's like all of these glorious things that are on the walls and like artists and you go talk to Michelangelo and Leonardo. And so it's just, there's so many different things you can do with it. Um, from the little ones, like today we did a thing on phonics and we went out in the world and we picked out, you know, shells because they had the SH sound and we brought them back and we put them on the board with the SH and we went out and did something else. You know, we got another thing with the NG sound and like, it was just things that are being created right now that are, um, proprietary to like specific ages and grades. How do you, how do you get more districts to really, uh, how do you get more districts to really say, we want to do this? Um, like, you have to have a you have to have a Microsoft account. Mm-hmm. So you have to have an EDU account with your district, um, and then you just you know get on board and ask them you know what can I do to come on and just reach out to some global trainers and global mentors and yeah. That's what I see. That's what I've always said. Learning has to be fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, really absolutely. seriously, it's got to be it's fun. so engaging for kids. And even for well, me as an adult, I'm learning so much <laughs> these last six months, right? Playing with my friends all over the world. Like I would have never done that before. You know, like you say with the, with flying the planes with your, yeah. with your buddy, it's like, I get to get on with my friends all around the world and we do all these creative things together and I'm, you know, my age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's, that's great. Awesome. I mean, I, like I, I really honestly want to get Eric involved with Minecraft when he gets yeah. a little bit older. Like right now he likes to mess around with like Animal Crossing, but I really want to do that with him. So I was we thinking have four-year-olds that are doing it. Yeah, and oh, I, wow. I and I mean and Eric Eric knows how to use the computer. I mean, he already yeah. knows what Minecraft is and everything. But I'm thinking what I'm going to do instead of building him a computer next year, I think I'm just going to get the new Xbox Series X. Oh yeah. And and, and yeah. let him play on that while I'm sitting next to him on my computer and we can play together. Because for him, I think a controller would be easier than using a keyboard mouse at his age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, pretty cool because our website of the week that Amanda was able to put together actually ties in with our last discussion talking about Minecraft and education, which I, I still think is is pretty good. I've, I've had some teachers who have told me that they started listening to the show because they were getting some really good ideas on how to, you know, kind of immerse themselves more in technology, but also about how technology is being used in the classroom, which is, uh, I think is phenomenal. I like that. So yeah. uh, you, you've got a good website of the week for us. Yeah. So I, I found uh, some, some friends of mine, you know, they kind of dabble a little bit in the Minecraft education world. And recently they released some, I know I've talked a little bit with you guys about um, the esports edition of Minecraft EDU on their site. And I just wanted to kind of give them a little shout out and say, you know, immersiveminds.com. If anybody wants to check them out, they have, some amazing creative worlds with Minecraft Education Edition. They do workshops. They do stuff with coding, Office 365. There's problem-based learning lessons there. But a lot of the Minecraft worlds that are there are just these amazing. Are amazing. I mean, the, yeah, they are, seriously. It, I'm looking at these pictures. I mean, they got full-on pirate ships. And, oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. Oh my goodness. And and just, I mean, there's just so many things that you can just go in and download. You know, the packs and and just kind of hang out and see what they have. But, wow. but yeah, the worlds are just, and this is, I, I don't even know. Like this what is to say. <laughs> immersiveminds.com. That's our website yes. of the week. Well, that's cool yes. stuff. Well, hopefully John and uh, Sean will be back, back with us next week. We'll be back with more of Tech Talk Radio. In the meantime, thank you uh, for joining us. Appreciate that. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Amanda. And I'm Justin. Find us on Twitter at Tech Talk Radio. Have yourselves a great week.